All right, Anthony on Air Podcast, and we're talking about what celebrity death impacted you the most. And joining us today are hopeful future celebrity deaths, Frankie C. and Jay Sabs. What's going on? Hopeful, hopeful. Hmm. Yeah, right? I don't know why I took that bed uh, as soon as you said it. Would you rather Um, a long, amazing life in private or burnout and dead after like seven years of being super uber famous burnout the first the first one burnout the second one why because you're not gonna make as much (laughs) see this is not gonna make as as much much as you are what the hell good is making much if you're dead in seven years you could do a lot in seven years than you did in your whole life you're insane this is why you guys work on the podcast because you are complete opposites. <laughs> that makes no sense to me. I make all this money, but but the thing is, you're you're that whole seven years you're working to become you're to be famous, or are you famous from from day one? Day one, seven years of like super Michael Jackson, fame, top of the world, and then you're dead. Without a doubt, you would do that, Janine. Oh, a hundred percent. That's crazy. <laughs> You don't want to live another 40 years, you'll take seven really famous? Yes. <laughs> nuts. I wouldn't do it. I would, I'm on Frank's really? side on this one. Yeah, I, I want the You don't longevity. want to see your kids grow up? No. No, that's not appealing. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they have aunts and uncles for. Screw them. Isn't it weird, though? Like, when you boil life down to, like, the bare minimum, it's like you eat, you sleep. Like, it's kind of... Like, do you really need another steak? Do you really need another lobster? Do you really need another vacation? It's kind of dull, but yet I feel like, yeah, I do. I want as many steaks and lobsters and vacations exactly. as I possibly yeah, can have. I don't want to go anywhere. What are, you, what are you doing? Seven years. It feels you like... You can go so many places in seven years. Come on. You could do that now. Not if you're rich. Not like what? if you're Michael Jackson. You could be in all the finest hotels and... You'll do right. things that you'll never, ever get to do if you're just a normal person. Yeah, but you're going to miss out on the rest, uh, on, you know, decades. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> you're nuts. I know. I'm, I'm actually serious about this, too. That's what's kind of sad, right? I No, I, I see your point, Janine. It's very, very tempting. I mean, private planes, no, adoring things. <laughs> Frank, come on. Are you kidding? Come on. That's nuts. You're crazy. And seven years, I feel like, is the right amount of time where that that I gotta get away from people fatigue won't set in. I feel like you're you're still in the you wouldn't mind people like going crazy for you every time you walked out of the airport or the you know. Exactly. What's come gonna on. happen is you're gonna get really used to it and then the time will come and then you're gonna be like, This is terrible, I don't wanna I don't wanna go. No way. No way. Yeah, you're going to be well into enjoying set those seven years. And then time's up and you'll, you're going to be like, that's terrible. Why do I have to leave now? You're not uh, going to be ready to go. I don't know. I would take seven years over a lifetime of nothing. <laughs> what do you mean nothing? <laughs> lifetime of now, where you are now. I'm not talking you're in the streets and you have nothing. I'm talking... Your life right now compared to the seven years of being rich and famous. Oh, okay. So um, two little babies now. 
um, Frank, not, not being able to do much. You're not making the argument you think you're making. Yeah, come on, Frank. <laughs> As a married person without kids, you're not making the argument you think you're making. <laughs> I hope no. your kids see this, this video <laughs> one day. <laughs> Thanks, I just hope they do. Thank you. I'm going to make sure of it. I'm going to make sure they see this. What's weird when is... They will, when I'm famous. What's weird is, Janine, is your kids are going to be... Your kids are going to be in therapy holding up their phone being like, look, here's here's my mom saying I she didn't want me. Look what she did. Here's my mom being an asshole. <laughs> so everything you have now, your husband and your kids, it all goes away. And it's just, it's just you being famous. He didn't say that, though. No, I mean, you could still have your kids and your your husband. I just... Yeah, I didn't say that. And then you're done in seven years. That's it. Over. Seven years. Dead. Before your kids graduate high school. That's tough. That's tough. All right. Yeah, I don't know. But then you have to to ask yourself, do you believe in reincarnation? Mm. Do you? Mm. I I do. I didn't foresee Janine pulling out the spiritual card here, but that's... I didn't see this. I didn't see this going that way. No, you did not. Big move. But if you do, then you pick the shitty thing. So you're going to come back as a shitty thing. A cat, a dog. Yeah. And you're, you're going to live another seven years. <laughs> <laughs> and it's over again. I don't know. But oh, like, Frank, when you think about all the things that you'll get to do, Frank, that you'll never get to experience, that's tempting. Yeah, you could. But you're talking about your life now. You could probably, you could, if you want, if you really wanted it, you could try and get it now. It's not like that option's off the table if you don't take the seven year thing. You're, so you you're think saying, I could, it's handed to you. You're saying you can get that famous uh, in, in, the, in your lifetime. Yeah. If you, if you want it to be, there are people who are famous that aren't going to disappear in seven years. You could do that. You could take your 40, 50 years left on earth and, and, and become famous and live that life. Yeah, that's kind of tough, though. The Michael Jackson famous. Yeah, I don't know if anybody's been Michael Jackson famous since Michael Jackson. Who the hell wants to be Michael mm. Jackson famous? First of all, well, but that's what I'm saying. Like it's ultimate fame. Like and anything. Get rid on of top. get rid of the controversy. I'm talking about yeah the nonstop Michael Jordan um, famous. It, yeah, yes. Hounding and and privacy is gone and all that. Right. I mean, that's what you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally not high right. maintenance. Totally. See, but what I'm saying is your life right now, you could actually work and get to that without giving up the rest of your life. Oh, Frank. Don't right. make me say Never mind. We're not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna change your mind on this, I think. This is no. like this is like a, the the devil's advocate. This is basically mm-hmm. the devil's advocate conversation. Do you want? Is it? Yeah, because it, it, in the end, Pacino's offering him everything he ever wants on tap. You know, everything. Yep. He can't offer him true love, but he offers him basically everything else. And stupid Keanu. Yeah, he's also got to like be the devil's bitch. You don't have to do that in this scenario. No, you don't. Well, you're also asking someone who wanted to go to Hollywood when she was 18 and become an actress. So, so go. What's stopping you? Well, now she got the kids and everything. What was stopping you from going the first time before you? I don't know. You met your husband too soon. That's that was your problem, I, probably. Yeah. Don't let and, him listen and to it this. Wasn't, and it wasn't a uh, here you go kind of a thing. You, you have oh to, no, I, I don't think I even wanted to after I met him. 
or tried to All go, right. you know. So, see, that's weird because I've met him and he's not that great. So I don't know why you gave up <laughs> such a nice dream. Seriously. You mean, I mean his name is so generic. You could have done so much better. He's just a guy. Yeah. His, right. His name is Guy. His name is literally Guy. Awful. His name is fill in the blank. <laughs> That's what she said. And did you see his hair lately? I mean, Jesus. Oh. My God. It's not as bad as. Frank's hair was amazing. When Frank, Frank sent us a text message where he just like pulled his hair. He did the Chris Farley. Look, you didn't notice how mine didn't move at all. Yeah. And his no, hair. I can you show you if like? you want. I'm going to tell you what you look like, Frank. What did I look you look like? like Rick Moranis in Ghostbusters. <laughs> I did look like that. <laughs> you know After which one Cena talking possessed. about, too. Yeah, I could show you right now. He's going now, around like that, that, yeah? Yeah, show, hold, up that, uh, hold up that picture. There you go. Oh, my God. Look at that face. It is time for a haircut, my friends. That is just outright insane. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's it's getting worse every day. It doesn't look bad now, so. Well, I combed it. I mean, the, the, oh, that picture, I just went like this. Hold it back up again. The only thing you're missing is the red eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's not even a good shot of his hair. <laughs> it doesn't Are you the fancy. gatekeeper? Gatekeeper. Very that was, good, Frank. Very that good. was on. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, mm -hmm. Something last night. Freeform? I think it was on Freeform last night. Both Ghostbusters, one and two. Really? Classic. Yeah. Oh, I love Freaking that movie. classic, that movie. Yeah, it was really good. I'm super. They're making Speaking a new one. Of, they are making a, a new one, yeah. 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 It's with like, their grandkids or something. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Speaking of Ghostbusters, Harold Ramis, that was a shocker when he went. Tough for you? Aww. That was a tough one. What did he die from? Coming, I don't think. Was it hard? Uh, you know, I don't know. They didn't say? No, they said. I just don't remember. Uh, let me see. Yeah, that was tough because he wasn't that old. No. No, he wasn't. He was like in his 60s, I think. Yeah. And people dying in their sixties now is like it's shocking. That's pretty yeah, shocking. It's like, oh, so young. Autoimmune inflammatory vasculitis. Oh Jesus! I Swelling have of the blood vessels. Or Damn something. it! Oh. So yeah, he was. Uh, he died in twenty fourteen, and he wasn't that old. Like that doesn't say how old. They had him pegged for this Ghostbusters movie. I mean, Ackroyd's been trying to get this done since forever. Oh yeah. And I think he was 70. Oh, is that right? 70? Yeah. What about you? Yeah, that was what, a tough one. But that wasn't your most. I mean, what was your most like, oh, damn. Oh, my most was Robin Williams. <gasps> oh, yeah. That Me too. was like, what the hell? When I heard that, I, that's got to be wrong. I can't. What are you talking about? Robin. <laughs> <laughs> I am the gatekeeper. Oh, and I froze. Yeah. Damn it. 
Yeah, Robin Williams was. <laughs> so was yeah, I had. Brutal. I didn't believe that one when I first heard it. Because I think the sh- and he's up there. He's like top three up there for me in shockers. Me because nobody knew he was depressed. He looked like he was having a blast all the time. Aww. Yeah, he was always on. Maybe that you know, he was just hiding stuff. Who knows? You never know. By the way, that was that was a key, and I feel don't crucify me for this, but I feel like that was a key moment where I was like, oh wow, depression. That's a real. That's yeah. a real. Why would we crucify you for that? That's I feel like that was a lot of people's. I, I'm just you know, I'm just awakening saying for that. It's weird because like you can be depressed. I feel like they like oh you said like people go oh, I'm depressed when they're sad. You know what I mean? Like oh, I'm just a little down lately, like that kind of thing. Like. To me, that was that moment where I was like, wow, depression is really like a clinical like thing because for him to get from such a high to that low, yeah. that just sucks. But wasn't he sick? Didn't he have some like uh, was it Parkinson's or something? I think it was very new. He may have Aww. just gotten it like he or found out he had it. Yeah, I think. But it was very, very new case for him. Yeah, and that was like a kind of like he didn't want to, he he didn't want to like deteriorate. I think do anything. That, yeah, yeah, that might have been Still. part of the whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. Robin Williams was devastating because, and the other thing too is <clears throat> it's always tough when they bring you such joy. You know, I know it's yeah. like oh man, he made me laugh. Yeah, like when the su- su- when the serious like depressing actor like you know you're like oh okay sad, well but, yeah yeah no when the guy who's like just his life was making the room glow with that. You know, that was like, that was tough. He was, a, he took the, he took all the attention in the room. He was the, he was the yep. star in every room. Still love dead poet society. One of the greatest movies ever. Awakenings. He was in uh, countless. It's gotta be a hundred movies. I can't even, can't even name them all. Is Birdcage. Birdcage. <laughs> and he wasn't even like the, I know he wasn't the main guy. Either, Com- yeah. You know, he wasn't the main comic in that. Mm-hmm. In Bird he was like yeah. the straight guy. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Was there a better actor that could go from funny to serious than than Robin Williams? I don't know. Who else makes that transition? Right. Hmm. I mean, Adam Sandler tried. Sandler. Sandler yeah. I would put Sandler. He's got more ways to go. You know, Robin had the head start on him. But yeah, I would say that's yeah, a good one, actually. What about for you, Janine? What was the most devastating celebrity uh, death? Don't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so you're already laughing. Man, you, you teed it up like that. You're you're our resident like celebrity. Like you love celebrities. You're your star. You know, yeah. So <laughs> I missed the show with you guys with the um, celebrity. Uh, was it walk-ins? Whatever you call oh, it. Encounters. Encounters. There you go. Yeah. Did I have a story? It's for you. But anyway, that's another show. Save it. We'll get to it. Yeah. Luke Perry. So what's yours? Luke Perry. That's a big one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, that was a shocker. Nobody saw that coming. That's a shocker. But to me, there's a lot of teen girl crush 90210 behind. I loved him. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. He was the one. More than the and other guy. Who was the other guy on that show? Brandon. Brandon. It was either. Yeah. Wasn't that always the the Beatles or Rolling Stones argument? It was Brandon or who did Luke Perry play? Um, Dylan. Brandon or Dylan? Yeah, like, wasn't it, that the true. argument amongst girls? Like, who was hotter? Uh, yes. Okay. No one ever said Steve. 
Ah, oh, Steve. <laughs> Poor Ugh. Steve. Steve That's grosses me out. Sharknado. That's true. Sharknado. <laughs> so what's your um, Yeah. No, go ahead. Janine was going to say something about Luke Perry. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, no, it was a tie with him and Patrick Swayze. That was Another a tough one. one for me, too. Yeah. It's a tough one, but he was sick for a while, too. And he was on his he was on a downward yeah. slide, I guess. Yeah, no, it wasn't like right. it wasn't nowhere. shocking. Right, right, right. It wasn't shocking. It wasn't shocking. You're right. You're right. But it was a tough one. Definitely yes. a tough one. Swayze was a tough one because he was always like the strong lead, you know. And then you saw yeah. some of those pictures towards the end, and it was like it's kind of sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bad way to go. Yeah. Mm. Mine is mine. The, the anniversary just passed. Anthony Bourdain. Ah. Anthony Bourdain. That was a shocker. Fucked me up, man, big time. Because that, that, that was another Robin Williams scenario where you're like, Jesus, this guy was on top of the world. Like, best yeah. in the yeah, game. I wasn't into him that much. You, were, you followed his, his shows? Oh, dude. I, I did, yeah. I, like I followed him like a religion. In fact, I followed him more closely than my own religion. <laughs> he was so friggin'. I, I, I just thought he was basically doing a show about about culture and people and the world it was just done through food like that was and he was another one depression too right it was depression yeah yeah Yeah, it was a depression thing and i i always felt like it had something to do with he was trying to quit cigarettes and for a long time one of those quitting cigarettes things was like oh may cause suicidal tendencies and i was like oh god i wonder if nobody's investigating this because i feel like he was that him and somebody else who had to die at the time from suicide was the same thing but, I think um, like those drugs that they take to to get off of stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But I love the like because I don't I don't have a chance to read a lot of books. But I sat down and read Kitchen Confidential, and I I read that thing straight through. That is one of the greatest books of all time. It's so good and so like it just revealing of of a whole sect of people that you interact with on a daily basis when you're eating food, but you have no idea they're in the back there and how they are and what they're doing and, you know, all yes. that kind of stuff, you know? And then just all his shows and, and all the different places he went to, like half of my bucket list for vacations are based off of like an episode of that he did. And yeah, you know, and I love like Disney world and all that stuff, but he was never into that commercial hokey. He was no, more not. like, take me down this weird path to the old store or the dive bar or grandma's, you know, sandwich shop. And, and I want to meet the people and eat the food and all that kind of stuff. I came this close. I worshiped him for years. I came this close to getting him on. Ah, I was really, yeah, I was so close. And that was another one of those devastating things. I had, um, I had Eric fall through. I had Eric repair on who's, that him and Eric Repair are best friends. I had Eric Repair on, and he, um, it was a really fun interview. It was a great interview. We finish up. I'm like, thank you so much. It was so nice of you. He goes, I really enjoyed this. I asked him a question. I, I go, my question to him was, what food have you not mastered that you failed at? Like, what dish? Because he's like this expert, wonderful and he was like, I love that question. He goes, nobody ever asks me like questions mm. about failure. He goes, I love that question. I was like, oh, thanks. 
And I had talked to him about Bourdain and their friendship. And I go, listen, I go, if, if you ever get a chance, just mention it to, and you know, I know it's not going to happen, but you know, if Anthony Bourdain ever, you know, just put in a word for me, I'd love to talk to him because he was coming. He was coming, I think later that summer or the next summer. I can't remember the timeline to do a talk at a venue out by the radio station. Oh, and I, I was peppering them, man. I never am a, a pain in the ass when it comes to those things. Mm-hmm. I'll always ask. And if they say no, they say no. I asked four right. times after they said uh. no. Because he was, he was A, he was sold out. I asked. They're like, he's sold out. I go, I don't care. I was like, I got to have him on. And they were like, I don't know. And I was like, you have to ask. Like, I need. I said to the person, I go, I need to see the email from his people saying no, or else I, I'm, I'm not gonna be able to live with you. And um, the person was nice enough to ask for me. And his response was the perfect response to get me to stop, which was he was out <laughs> he was out east in the Hamptons for two weeks, I think, or three weeks. And it was basically family time. He came out to spend mm. time with his daughter and it, it was strictly family and friends. And he had put one night aside to do this thing, which was a favor for somebody to begin with. And yeah. he wasn't doing any press for it. So he said, no, it's like, all right, fine. And that was it. And uh, he, and you got to, you got to respect that. Yeah. And he never came around again and then he died. And that was, that's one of my great, uh, great regrets. Oh, that's a tough regrets. one. Yeah. Cause that's, yeah, that was a big shocker when that happened. Huge shocker and where it was. And I, and you know what, the, the one pleasing thing to me was, it had a huge impact on the world. It was one of those moments where there wasn't much else going on and everybody like that was the story for like four or five yeah. days, you know? Yeah. And then I love how like the friends and everybody that knew him come out and, you know, in support of mental health and everything. And it's, yeah. it's like a, it sucks for the reason that they come out to, to support that stuff, but it's sort of comforting. It makes you feel better. It does. Yeah, yeah, it does. Bowie was another shocking one for me because that happened while I was on the air and it was like January oh. like 4th or 5th. Oh, or whatever. you got to jump into jump into action, too. Yeah, and it was, but it wasn't only that. It was like it's like the sleepy time of year, like January, like you're just coming off the holidays. Who cares? And then he right. died. And then it was like he put out, he had a whole album ready to go for he, Like he knew he was dying. He didn't tell mm-hmm. anybody and had his whole like death planned out. And then there was like all these little like clues and things he left in music videos that he had already shot and filmed that was going to be released. So that was like a theatrical performance, his death. It was yeah, like, that's, yeah, <laughs> he's the only one that saw it coming. Yeah, it was crazy. That was kind of crazy. And it, it's so hard these days to do anything and keep it all quiet. And he did. That was kind of, that was one of those. Moments. Another big one, which this was a long time ago. Not not very long ago, but a long time ago. <laughs> uh, was John Ritter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember when, he, when he died? That was, he was like, I think on set, he was filming. He was. Mm-hmm. And then something happened with his heart and he yep. just. That was it. Oh, that's a sad one. He was like 50. He was 54 years old. Oh, he's young. Yeah. And that was that. That was a shock. Philip Seymour Hoffman, another big one. Whitney Houston. Yeah, totally. Whitney Houston was one of those ones that took over the news cycle for a really long time. 
Yep. <laughs> she was in a bad way for a little while, but nobody saw that coming. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. And then Definitely and then not. didn't all like the the people around her be like I was so surprised and it was kind of like yeah come on yeah were you though because you were kind of like you're letting partying her with her giving drugs yeah <laughs> yeah it was like Hello. yeah wait and then wait didn't her daughter die I think yes. so yeah yes her, her daughter with Bobby Brown yes. was killed uh, by her boyfriend oh I'm not sure similar way though I think OD'd drugs I don't know if it was. Yeah, I, I don't remember the the information, but I, did was she given the drugs and like I don't know if it was a murder situation. I don't something remember. I don't know. Uh, Paul Walker. I don't know how that's how that landed. Paul Walker, and what about um, what's his name? Um, I'm blank. Alan Rickman. Mm-hmm. Who? What? Don't you? You didn't just say who? You didn't just say who <laughs> to Alan Rickman? <laughs> Please tell me you didn't say who. <laughs> I'm going to show you a picture of Alan Rickman, and you're going to go, "Oh, okay." Yeah, he's been in like everything. Alan Rickman's super famous. Uh, Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant was one. Oh yeah, yeah. Thank you. Okay. Kobe Bryant was one that was that was the I Dee told me my wife told me about that. She said Kobe Bryant died. I'm like, no, he didn't. Same Gaetano said the same thing. Yeah. He's like, no, he didn't. Yeah, he did. You just don't expect yeah, that. That was rough too. Yeah, you just really don't expect it. And yes. the, and the other people and the her his daughter and that's oh, God. daughter and everybody else. Yeah, that was that's another out of nowhere. There was no illness, no nothing. No. It was just you know. Out of, no, out of nowhere. My last one that was like that too, that, that I still feel to this day is oh James Gandolfini. <gasps> oh my God, yeah. That was another one. Big. S- still messes me up to this day. That I, that okay, I'm going to go cry now, loss. thanks. <laughs> yeah, this and, has been like the, the most depressing podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's Hope kinda, everybody's entertained. It's kind of been right, like exactly. It's kind of been fun. I feel like uh, ours aren't the uh, most obvious ones uh, that were out no, there. That's true, that's true. Yeah, there's a lot in the music world too. You know, it's Chris Cornell, uh, Chester Bennington. Those two together were so weird, and they, they and they knew each other. <laughs> yeah, that's right, fam. That's funny. Yeah, why is that funny? Because <laughs> you're like those two together <laughs> were weird. It was just weird. It was like. I don't know. It was like one of those bizarre, weird things. <sighs> Chester Bennington, I love telling the story. Stop me if you've heard it. Uh, when Scott Weiland died, Chester Bennington oh. took STP out on tour because he was like, these guys have to eat too. And and <gasps> nobody's going to oh, come God. see them play if, they're, if they don't have a dynamic lead singer. So he went out and he took them out. He took the guys in STP out on tour just so they, they can make a living. After Scott Weiland, and then he, and then he, and then he died. So, oh god! The moral of the story is: don't take the lead singer gig in STP. No, don't. don't do that. You're going no. too. <laughs> that reminds what about me of one that's. There's, go ahead. I, I was gonna say that reminds me of uh, in the Sopranos. You guys watch the Sopranos, right? Sure. When in the very end, uh, um, Tony offers Paulie Walnuts the to skipper one of the crews to lead one of the crews and he was like nah he's like everybody who was in charge of that crew died and he starts <laughs> naming all these people 
I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. No, thanks. He starts naming all these guys who went missing or they knew were killed. And he names one guy who died on the toilet. Like it was just like one year, like this guy died, you know, while he was on the toilet. And Tony's so angry and he goes, and with Gigi and Carlo, and Tony goes, Gigi died taking a shit. Like he says, like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's so defiant. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's so, it's so, it's one of the funniest moments in The Sopranos ever. Go ahead, Frank. What were you going to say? No, I was going to say another shocking one that's still unsolved, or I think it's unsolved, is Brittany Murphy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She was killed by her husband. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, again, it's a, still, they don't know, right? Nobody knows? Right. It's true. It's a tough one. When she was, I don't know, in her 20s? I think she was 27, right? Yeah, she I was young, old. yeah. I think she was in that 27 club. Well, then, and then what's his name? Joker wasn't that far along after that. Right. He was also 27, I think, or no? He was I'm young, sure. too. He was young. That was a tough one, too. That was out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, that was... That yeah, remember, I remember when uh, George Carlin died. I mean, he was old. Oh, yeah. But I know who he is, coming... Frank. What? <laughs> you know I know who he is. is. Oh, good. <laughs> That's one. You're Carlin, like, I hope so, or else we're never talking to you again. Carlin was one of my great regrets for going to see, because I had tickets to exactly. see him, and he died. I was going with ah. you. That's right. That's right. He, he was coming to Long Island in, like, August, and we. It was, I think he died in, like, June or July. Yeah. God, what a dick. Inconsiderate right? when you get down to it. Yeah. Very. It really was. But he was. He was old. He was up there, but I don't know if he was sick or not. I don't know. There are some out of nowhere ones, and then there's Gigi some you see coming. Gigi, Gigi died taking a. Oh, he doesn't. <laughs> Damn it! Of course, right? I hate people that just, that screw up things when they put it on YouTube. Fucking be responsible when you're <laughs> stealing on. people's content and putting it online. For Christ's sake! All right, that's it. We'll wrap it up there. <clears throat> wrap that's it what up. She said. Um, there's, there, there's. I was surprised Whitney Houston for Janine. I didn't see that one coming. Really? I didn't see Luke Perry coming either. Well, Whoa. Frank just died. People. Frank just was digitally killed. Look at this. Oh, well, rest in Trip peace, it Frank. Out, you had a good seven-year run. What is happening? Frank's in the Matrix. <laughs> 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 see? He's being reincarnated is, right now. This is freaky. You should see what I'm seeing. <laughs> see what's happening in my kitchen. You look like a Peter Gabriel music video from the 80s. Yeah. This isn't happening on the screen. This is happening in my kitchen. That's <laughs> <laughs> so weird to see. All right. That's the oh, Ebony look. on Air podcast. Come over and... <laughs> oh, there you go. It got back. Huh? Hey, I'm back. I was going to leave with Prince. Prince. Prince, another big one. Prince is a big one because like five minutes after he died, all his friends were like, Prince never put anything bad in his body. And then it was like, oh, wait, no, Prince was a <laughs> horrific drug addict. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got to be yeah, he was great. I feel like he's grown bigger too since he died. Like more people are listening. Yeah. Janine, you should take That's that out possible. on the road. I think we can get a Prince cover band going with Janine as lead singer. I like it. Yeah, Janine, you go on the road. I have road to learn with the right words. First. You, you know what, Frank? <laughs> you put me a lot down That's, today. I think that's two that you know. <laughs> Frank, you are hey. a little bit older than me. I'm sorry, but every podcast, it's you two crapping on me. 
So I you know throw what, Frank, a little your way. Look, you just don't want to be rich and famous. I get it. But I yeah, do. Hey, first of all, it's great. If not, I'm happy living the rest of my life, uh, uh, you know, normal. Frank loves playing normal. this woe is me card that we gang up on him. Meanwhile, at the beginning of this episode, I took his side on the. Oh, no, you did. You did, fam. You did take his side. Yeah. I will give you that. He forgets that. Does that have so to do with woe is me? No, because you just forget that. You forget those moments where we're on your side. Yeah, because they're, you know, that you should be on my side. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because he has a penis? No, because that was very you sexist. Know, he's rational. That was very sexist. No, it had nothing that to was. do with that. Hmm. It's not wanting to give up the rest of your life for seven years. Oh, come on. That's crazy. He's lying. He's lying. I don't think he's lying. I don't think you're thinking about the opportunities and the things that you'll get to do and see and eat and the people you'll get to mingle with. Who cares? You're done in seven years. It's over. But you would have lived a life. Like, I feel like Anthony Bourdain lived a life. He saw things, right. sunsets and you sunrises can, and crazy my locations. Point is, and you could do that, too, in this life and have 40, more, 50, 60 years left. Yeah, but for the most part, you really can't. You can't, like... You can't. You what do you look at? What do you, what do you want to do with those? You know, you want to be on a yacht? Going Bang a lot of chicks. Bang a lot Come of on. chicks. Yeah, you can't. What's stopping you? Go ahead. You, you know what? Janine brought up a great point. No matter but how hard. With, wait, are you with your husband and kids or not? See, that's insignificant. Like you with your husband and kids. <laughs> insignificant. No, I was talking about. I was talking about. Okay, I'm sorry, Anthony. Insignificant. Janine brings up a good point. If you're Michael Jordan famous, you could bang five chicks at once if you want. No matter how hard you try, Frank, you will never, ever, ever <laughs> have that opportunity. This is never going to happen to you, buddy. I'm sorry. I love you. Yes, yes, he will. One, I would two, tr- that's three, fine. four, five. <laughs> Which is fine. Hey. A lot of people Don't you bring them into this. A lot of people <laughs> need to go through life experiencing things that are as wonderful as uh, a fivesome. You know, there you go. Maybe that's what Janine's hinting towards. She needs a five some in her life. She's like, she's like, I just think been there. Done I would that. rather, I would rather have decades more to life than that. But okay, uh, right, but I think Janine's argument is: is are you living? Janine's off having five sums, eating lobster, watching sunsets in Bali. Okay. That's living. Are you living in, you know, your house watching TV, playing fucking video games, listening to Metallica? Yeah. Is that living? Because, because here's what would happen: you get those seven years, and then a coronavirus-like thing happens, and then you stuck in the house anyway. <laughs> seven years of insight. Now, no, this get, is seven great years get of screwed. No, it's seven great years. We said seven great years of being. Even the celebrities right now are still living it up. They're still in a they better situation than we are. Right. Come on. Wait, wait. So they're in a pool and a bigger house. Big deal. You get it. You know, oh, you have nice. a nice house. All right. You have we, a family. We have to leave it there. We have to leave it there. Yeah, we do. All right. We'll pick it up on the next one. Thanks so much for watching all the way through. Rate and review on Apple. If you uh, listen anywhere else, just share the podcast. That'd be great. AnthonyOnAir.com has all our... 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.